It's the most fun in the park when you're laughing in the dark. all you nutbags this is big orange couch the 90s nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s nickelodeon my name is joey and i'm andrew and we're here today in this special episode Mm -hmm. to talk a little about aaron tagger yeah um he passed away as we've discussed um yeah february 28th yeah yep um just kind of too bad but he was one of the great like nickelodeon actors Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, as two fans of '90s Nickelodeon, one of the first people I think about is yes. Doctor Vink. Yeah. Even though he's not a actual, uh, it's weird because it's an anthology show, so he's he's not a standard cast member, but he is kind of the face outside the Midnight Society yeah. of the yeah. show, um, and just someone kind of beloved amongst fans. Yeah. Sure. Um, we've heard from a lot of you guys, uh, and um, yeah, we feel the same way. We're just real bummed out about it, but uh, it's felt kind of appropriate just to like celebrate yeah. uh, the episodes and talk about what we liked about his performances, and um, we thought there was really no better way to do that than perhaps talk to um, DJ McHale. Yeah. Um, so we reached out to him and asked if he'd be willing to talk to us a little bit about Aaron, um, and he very kindly said yes. Um, and so we're going to give uh, DJ a call. Yeah, let's do it. Hello, Joe. Hey, how are you, DJ? <laughs> hey. Oh, very good. Um, well, thanks for, thanks for joining us again. Yeah. My pleasure. Um, uh, we've just been here talking about Aaron Tagger and um, his performances and his life in general. Um, and uh, we just thought we'd maybe try to get your take on who he was as an actor, as a person, and some experiences you had with him working on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Sure. Um, well, I, you know, I, of course, I haven't seen Aaron in a lot of years, um, so I'm working all from memory here, um, but but all the memories are great ones. Um, the, the thing that was so there's so much that was great about Aaron. It's not a, on a personal level. He's he was just such a, a talented individual, a generous individual, um, and who his wife too. His wife actually was uh, was in Are You Afraid of the Dark as well. Oh wow! Um, she was in the uh, the pilot of Are You Afraid of the Dark. She played Miss Clove in the Tale of the Twisted Claw. Oh. So I didn't know to the to the following year that that actually there was a connection there. Um, but the Working with him, it, it, it's tough when you're doing a um, a uh, uh, in an anthology show when it's not like you cast a show and then you've got your cast and you're set for life. You know, we are constantly casting new people all the time, and 
so when we found someone like Aaron, who is so talented and such a wonderful guy, uh, I wanted to use him as much as possible. And so in the very first season of Are You Afraid of the Dark, he actually played two roles, both both of which turned out to be pretty iconic in the world of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Um, one being uh, Dr. Vink, of course. And the thing that was so great about Aaron, I can talk a little bit about him being Dr. Vink, um, is that I remember going back to his audition. It's just, he had a little twinkle in his eye. He had just a little kind of an impish kind of attitude that I thought, oh, this guy's this guy's got something. He's just the kind of person we need. So I cast him as Dr. Vink. And the thing with with any part in any show or any movie, the the sum total of what that part becomes, uh, there are a lot of people involved. Uh, not the least of which is the actor, of course. Um, but I had my image of what I thought Dr. Vink was going to be, and that was just on paper. But that changes once you cast. And and so seeing Aaron and seeing this kind of sly way that he had, he was kind of not really scary, but there's more going on behind the eyes, that you know, all performance-wise, that, that uh, makes me think, oh, this guy is just perfect to play this strange doctor that, God knows what he was a doctor of. <laughs> no, I don't know what his diploma or whatever. Um, but so then the role evolves once you cast the actor. And then the role also evolves when the hair and makeup people become involved and when the wardrobe people become involved. It all kind of goes to create the character. And then we're on the set. I did not direct the first uh, Dr. Vink episode. It was uh, Ron Oliver who directed him. Um, and then it's the director who comes in and has his take on it. Interestingly enough, with with Aaron, when when I first met him, he had a full beard, <laughs> and it was just kind of my image of Doctor Vink. So, you know, we, we gave him some hair extensions to make it look a little longer and kind of gnomish kind of thing, <laughs> and then gave him this kind of Doctor Who costume, and uh, and then we shot. That was the first episode we shot of the first season of the show, and then two weeks later we shot a show, an episode called Laughing in the Dark where we thought, oh my God, Aaron can play Zebo, <laughs> or, or actually, the Carney. So he very graciously decided, he said he would shave. You know, he didn't want to have him looking like Dr. Vink playing the Carney. Uh, so Aaron shaved for us, and he slicked his hair back, and suddenly he was a very different-looking individual, but again, right. had that same kind of twinkle in his eye. He was dangerous-looking, but still appealing, and... Uh, Aaron, we did 91 episodes of that show, and my absolute favorite line of all 91 episodes of the performance is Aaron's performance at the very end of Laughing in the Dark when he just laughs and says it's the most fun in the park when you're laughing in the dark <laughs> that sums up our show so perfectly I, I get chills when I see him do that yeah. um, so uh, and he did something to me which I will never forgive him for um, he, he knew that, that I actually have a fear of clowns I'm I'm not alone. A lot of people have fear clown. And, uh, and so writing Laughing in the Dark kind of uh, helped me kind of exercise those demons, which I didn't. But um, So if, if you remember the episode, mostly Zebo is seen as that dummy, that big kind of yeah. dummy with the mask right. that was in the, in the Laughing in the Dark ride. Um, and he's also, you never quite say it, but in my mind, the Carney is the ghost of Zebo, and actually that is Zebo. Ah. But there's a, there's one moment where 
where the kid is going through the laughing in the dark ride and he looks in the hall of mirrors and he sees the reflection of Zebo in the mirror, but it's actually Zebo. It's, it's a person. Yeah. It's what Zebo would look like, not the cartoon depiction of that big dummy that was made for the ride. And that was Aaron. In full oh, makeup. wow. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it's, so it's brief, you know, if you blink, you miss it, but that was, that was Aaron in full clown makeup. And I will never forget the day we're sitting in the makeup trailer getting ready to shoot that scene and Aaron came in he sat down we're talking about this that the other thing whatever we're talking about and this guy knew someone told him that I was afraid of clowns and I just had that that deep-seated ridiculous fear of clowns so Aaron's sitting there and uh, Anik the the amazing uh, makeup person transforms him into Zebo and puts on the clown makeup and puts on the white face and puts on the thing and puts on the wig and then as soon as he turned into Zebo, Aaron came after me and he stood up <laughs> laughing said, oh, DJ how are you and, and uh, it's like my heart stopped I, I, 15 minutes before it was Aaron sitting there but, but yeah. he, and he knew exactly what he was doing he had planned this whole thing and I was like oh my god my, I, I had run out of the thing it was hysterical but that's the kind of guy he was he, he I mean he is not Dr. Vink and he's, he's not Zebo the Clown but but he's he was that kind of fun kind of guy yeah and uh the, uh, and when we finished the first season, we had I had no plan on bringing Dr. Vink back. I had no mm-hmm. plan on doing a second season of the show. <laughs> I, you know, you make a season of the show, that's it. It's done. Right. And suddenly it's like, oh, we're picked up for another season? Oh, my God. What are we going to do? I don't know. So I thought, wow, Dr. Vink was so popular. I think I'll bring him back in another episode. And so I wrote uh, The Tale of the Midnight Madness, which was really... a modern Are You Afraid of the Dark retelling of the Pied Piper of Hamelin um, about a guy who comes to the rescue of some people and they, he makes a deal but then the people renege on the deal and so the person gets revenge which was the Pied Piper of Hamelin and I thought wow this could be Dr. Fink <laughs> and yeah, so I wrote it about Joe and he took off with it again and what then happened was um it was fun because it was also a testament to Are Afraid of the Dark and how close the whole cast and crew were, is that we started coming up with different ideas of what... I mean, the idea of Dr. Vink was always Dr. Vink, yeah. but he had different incarnations yeah, and different yeah. things. Yeah. kind of made him fun, and you never really knew what this freaking guy was about. <laughs> so and that's why I said, well, okay, he was a mad scientist in the first episode, and let's make him a movie director in the second episode. So just sitting around the set doing other episodes, people would say... What if Dr. Vink was a chef? <laughs> I like that. Okay, yeah. and that kind of dovetail the dangerous soup came from that. What if Dr. Vink, what if he cut people's hair? He was like, he was a barber. And so then we made Dr. Vink, he had the wild boar coiffure in, uh, in Carter's picture. So, and, and Aaron was the, had, was the best sport. He loved it all. He embraced it. And, and it couldn't have been more fun working with anybody to to create that character to to make that character be loved and and have that character grow and and uh we all certainly everyone who ever worked on dark and me in particular owes him a huge debt of gratitude for for putting Ari Fred of the dark on the map with that character of, of dr vink yeah definitely um do you have any kind of personal favorite uh, do you have a favorite aaron tagger performance uh like one that you just kind of think he he got exactly what it is we were trying to do Oh boy, it's you know, I, it's probably a toss-up between 
uh, Midnight Madness and Dangerous Soup. Okay. Because, and and the reason for that, and we touched, I touched, I know without knowing who Dr. Vink was, I unknowingly touched on it a little bit in Phantom Cab. And with Cutter's Treasure, Dr. Vink had a different agenda going on. Mm-hmm. Dr. Vink was about uh, learning about Jonas Cutter and giving backstory and whatnot. So it wasn't, so Dr. Vink's um, maniacal agenda, whatever it happened <laughs> to be, wasn't driving the bus in either Phantom Cab or, or definitely not in Cutter's Treasure. Yeah. But in Midnight Madness and in Dangerous Soup, Aaron had the chance to kind of just give these soliloquies of his philosophy. Uh, with Midnight Madness, it was about filmmaking and theaters and the marvelous nature. I mean, it was so theatrical. <laughs> and Dangerous Soup was about food and how food is, is, is all about the senses. So, so I would say it was a toss-up between those two, where you see the passion of Dr. Fink and how really he was into whatever the weird thing he was into right then. Yeah. And he could expound on it. And so it was really a toss-up between those two episodes that, that I thought he was he was at his thinkiest. I have a really <laughs> funny story about, about him, or about me maybe, is that, and, and it's only funny in that it became a thing. And what I mean by that is, is Dr. Fink had, you know, there, there are little touchstones that I go back to, which... which weren't invented as touchstones, but then they, since he came back, I brought them back again. Things like, who's this guy? What a nutbag. <laughs> and then, I, who could not have heard the person say that, he'll come back later and say, and I'm not a nutbag. <laughs> yeah. But the, the one that really always stands out and everyone responds to is, is, he says, Vink's the name, Dr. Vink. And some kid will say, Dr. Fink? <laughs> yeah. And they'll say, Vink. Now, here, here's where it diverged. When I first wrote that script, that's before anyone ever read it, before Aaron Taker knew what it was, the way I wanted that actor to deliver the line was, uh, think with a... <laughs> I didn't, and I didn't know how to spell... <laughs> so how do you spell... So in the script, I spelled it... V A V A V A. So so we're sitting around in the table read before Phantom Cab, and Aaron reads uh, uh, Vink's name, Doctor Vink, Doctor Fink, Vink with a V V V. And my inclination was to jump up and say, "Oh no, that's wrong." <laughs> I thought that's all I intended, but I thought, no, that was that was his choice. Yeah. That's the way he read it. That's why he wanted to do it, so I shut my mouth. Yeah. So, but I never intended to be the, the, the. I always intended it to be <laughs> But I didn't want to spell it. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool because that, that becomes kind of his iconic thing. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It was, I mean, and I hate to say it's wrong because there's no wrong or right. Right. It's just not what I had in mind. But yeah. I had wherewithal to shut my mouth because yeah. what he did was better than what I had in mind. Yeah. That's the mark of a good director when they when they're like if, if someone has a better idea than you have, you ought to take that. <laughs> just a good just good advice for life. <laughs> exactly. If yeah. being a director, it's good advice in general. Yeah. I, I always say I am all for making something better, no matter where it comes from. Yeah. And, and he made it Yeah. I don't think and I never told him that because I didn't want to mess with his head. Yeah. Oh so he never knew? 
<laughs> because you know, because you never know if 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 then every time he performed, if it was in the back of his head. Yeah, right. So uh, no, so he just he did it the way he wanted to do it. That was fine. Yeah, that's and then cool. we had Nev Campbell had to repeat it with the verb. I mean, it was a thing. It became, yeah. it became a button. <laughs> that's really cool. But, uh, um, so that was all Aaron. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we did have one person write in, if that's okay, and he asked two questions, but you've already answered one. Um, he said, "Hi DJ." Uh, this is from Vince. And he said, hi, DJ. Like many people, Are You Afraid of the Dark was and still is a highlight of my childhood. With the unfortunate passing of Aaron, I started reminiscing about his great role as Dr. Vink and the impact he had on me, whether it was Saturday night or 5 p.m. in the afternoon. When I saw the episode featured Vink, I knew I was in for a fun ride. Aaron was a masterful character actor, and I have a few questions. So he said... Um, his first question, which I think you've just answered was, was once and for all, he wants to know if the carnival worker was the ghost of Zebo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. In my, I mean, we never say, right. It's right. never, but I mean, the midnight society, I think at the end, um, theorizes. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, they, yeah. they speculate. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Um, but oh my God, he's smoking a cigar. <laughs> 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 the park is closed. What's he doing at the park when it's closed? Right. Yeah. He's so. he's just really dedicated. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. He's sweeping up after. Yeah. So in my mind, he is absolutely the ghost of Zemo. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then his other question was, um, uh, were there any other Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes that um, featured Doctor Vink, but were changed later on, or were or episodes that you had planned but never kind of came to be with Doctor Vink? Yeah, you know, I no. The easy answer is no. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I never, and I can give the flip side to that is that I never. He was in four episodes, I guess, and I never really came up with another um, vehicle that yeah. I thought fit Doctor. I didn't want to do it just because. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I mean, I think the ones we put in there. I mean, Cutter's Treasure is a little bit of a shoehorn in just because I wanted to get both Vink and Sardo in there. <laughs> uh, but but. Uh, the the first three were just so natural to me, yeah. and made so much. And I just never came up with another really good example yeah. uh, or, or another uh, idea that I thought was worthy of Doctor Vink, and so so we just never did it. Um, There's actually a couple of other things. One thing I forgot to mention that, um, or I, I set it up and then I didn't pay it off. But um, when we first got Aaron to play Doctor Vink. That beard was his, oh. and, and that became Dr. Vink, yeah. and then shaved it graciously to play the Carney. Um, and then the next year, I decided, oh, let's, let's uh, do another Dr. Vink, and I wrote Midnight Madness, and we contacted Aaron, and he was willing to come back, he wanted to do it again. Then we get back to Montreal, where we shot, and Aaron hadn't grown his beard back. <laughs> so I was like, oh, hadn't thought of that. <laughs> so... so cab that is aaron's actual beard oh. and for the other three episodes he was in that was a fake beard oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> interesting oh yeah. i didn't think to ask for him to grow the beard back i mean you couldn't tell it was fine no yeah it looked great yeah yeah, yeah. so no i never came up with another really good think like story so that that's why i didn't do any others okay um, well, we really appreciate you sharing some thoughts. Uh, we just yeah. we just wanted to take the opportunity, and obviously, thanks to you and Nickelodeon and Are You Afraid of the Dark, <laughs> we kind of got to know Mr. Tagger in yeah. kind of our own special way. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it, it, it is so. F- oh, I, I, no, here's another one for you. Now, this is total speculation on my part, <laughs> and and I'm probably totally wrong, but it's really fun to think of the possibility. Yeah. Um, people have said this to me since, but you know, it's pretty thin to be honest with you. Um, it wasn't until I saw. I have never read the Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. and but I did see the movies, and I think it was the second Harry Potter movie that they go to Hagrid's house, and it's on it's on the it's on the grounds of Hogwarts, something yeah. like that, and they show Hagrid's house, and I'm like, and I just set up, and I was like, it's Doctor Vink's cottage. <laughs> and I said, yeah. I'm like. My God, Hagrid looks just like Dr. Fink. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, Are You Afraid of the Dark was on in England in the early 90s. I wonder if J.K. Yeah. Rowling was inspired by <laughs> Dr. Fink to make Hagrid. Have you gotten People any confirmation? <laughs> no, no, I'm not sure I'm really making this up. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's kind of fun to think. Yeah. But, but ever since people have said this to me, it's like, God, Hagrid is just like Dr. Fink. He I'm really like, is, yeah. yeah. Side by side, so I'm like... Yeah, yeah. it kind of is. Like <laughs> less less jars with body parts, but yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But, but, but I was, I was, oddly enough, the thing that made me make the connection wasn't Hagrid himself. It was the cottage. You, right, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the second movie. I'm like, oh my gosh. I would love to think that uh, Dr. Fink inspired Hagrid. And, and from my point of view, it's, it's so thrilling to have created a character. And when I say created, it's me and Aaron and, and the director and the makeup and the hair wardrobe that, that has, has stuck with people for so long uh, that they love so much. It's, it's a great feeling to know that. And, and it's one of the reasons why it's so hard when Aaron passed to know that yeah. uh, it's an end of, a, end of an era. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we do appreciate you taking some time to reminisce with us. For sure. Um, it's really My big. Pleasure. Always good talking to the big orange cow. <laughs> Go, going strong. Thank you. Yeah. We'll hope to okay. talk to you again awesome. soon. Okay. Thank uh, thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, well, great to hear from DJ. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's a, a unique perspective. Yeah. It's really interesting to hear his take on his time on the show with Aaron. Yeah. And yeah. Just what it was like to be around him. Yeah, I mean, keeping in mind that you know it's decades removed, yeah. you know, uh, but that um, the thing we kind of loved about him because he was a great artist. He painted yeah. and did a whole lot of stuff. Uh, did theater. Um, you know, DJ has a unique look at kind of the thing we all loved about him. So, really, really nice of DJ to take the time. Yeah. Um, so when approaching the list for this. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of we, we counted his appear, uh, appearance in um, Laughing in the Dark, even yeah. though he's kind of just listed as Carney. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> any time that he appeared, that yeah. he made an appearance, and that's six appearances. Yeah. Um, did you rank like both parts of Cutters separately? Yeah. Okay, me too. Um, so do you want to get into uh, your favorite <laughs> Aaron Tagger episodes of yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Cool. Um, number coming in at in last at number six, <laughs> I gave it to Cutter's Treasure Part One. Aha! Uh, <laughs> he makes a brief kind of um, off-screen appearance in this episode. Yeah, um, his cape is more prominent than yeah, yeah. Than he is. Uh, though I do like it. Like I like the idea of him being the secret character. Like as a kid, maybe you're 
watching it like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. I mean, you could tell by his voice, but yeah. um, it's kind of just, it's a cool thing that they did for this episode, yeah. mixing the worlds. Yeah, bringing them together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had it to it, number six. Right. Um, so I did a couple things, just to have a little fun here. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple things I'll go over from each episode. I'll go over my favorite line of his. Oh. I'll go over okay. his first line of the episode. Mm-hmm. I'm going to test you to see if you can guess which his first yeah. line was. Uh, his outfit. And uh, how many times he either gives the va-va-va line or the I'm not a nutbag mm. line. So in uh, Cutter's Treasure Part 1, right? That's what yeah. we're talking about. Um, oh, I also have his on-screen time. So 30 seconds wow. <laughs> in yeah. Cutter's Treasure Thanks. Part 1. Again, you don't see his face. You just hear him and see part of his body. Um, as best line goes, I didn't pick one because there's just not enough. <laughs> um, he's wearing his brown cape and what will be kind of his most common outfit, which is a maroon and olive vest. Um, he does not say the va-va-va line or the nutbag line mm. in this episode. Um, and let's see if you can pick out what his first line is in this episode. Ready? I'm going to give you four options. Oh, okay. Okay. What is it now? Greetings, old friend. The boy is in great danger or let him go. I think it's let him go. Oh, it's let him go. All uh. right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. In reference to, uh, the kid who's storming yeah. out of the store at that point. Um, but not a very memorable episode of his. No. Um, um, and, you know, we've talked about it. We feel like it's maybe a weaker episode of the series, but I like things about it. I mean, I, I think it's got, like, more of an adventure quality to it, maybe, yeah. than a lot of the episodes. Besides um, besides the fact that we're talking Aaron Tagger, is there, do you prefer part one or two outside of Dr. Vink? Um... You know, I, in thinking this over, I thought that I was going to go with part two, Mm -hmm. Um, but I still think I like part one more a little bit. Something Mm -hmm. about, like, I like the setup. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it feels pretty good. Like, it feels like it's going somewhere great. Um, And nothing really big happens in the episode, I guess, but it it sets you up for the next one. Like, it gets you ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. and the second part, I feel like, was just a little bit... I like the Dr. Vink parts, but mm-hmm. besides that, I feel like it's a little bit of a letdown. And I like that Vink and Sardo talk. Yeah, That's, they definitely get to interact. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Are you the same? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I I like Vink about part two. Yeah. I think that's a really strong suit. But number one actually feels like... It's building to yeah. something, and then what it builds to in episode two feels a little bit like a letdown. But uh, all right, uh, what's your number five for Aaron? Um, it is of course Cutter's Treasure Part Two, <laughs> <laughs> which um, yeah, I, again, like none of these are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is the most different in that he's uh, like kind of a good guy. Yeah, I mean he's helping the kid along instead of being a total menacing and i i think i'd like him a little bit more in his menacing state yeah rather than like rather than that good guy persona yes um so i have it as my number five as well um i i wrote that i think part of the problem is that um they're using him here more as like the distributor of information yeah rather than yeah a menacing figure and it feels weird yeah i do like the idea of him like 
pulling the strings in the background, mm. like of this whole situation that's going on in this episode. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Yeah. But, but you know. Yeah. He's like, you know, a guide on the side kind of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is uh, in this episode for six minutes and five seconds. Mm. Uh, his um, outfit is unique. He wears two different uh, outfits. The first is unique. Um, it's a white shirt with stains all over it. Um, and he's wearing like some weird fabric belt. <laughs> it's like, it's not really holding up his pants. It's just around his belly. Uh, it's an interesting look. And then I'd say his most common look is, uh, he wears for the second half, which is a blue cardigan with a couple holes in it, uh, a white lab coat under the cardigan, a maroon and olive vest under the lab coat, and then a white shirt under that with maroon pants. That's really his go-to. A lot of layers. Yeah. <laughs> he wears a lot of layers. Um, I said that uh, my favorite line in this episode, it's a, kind of a scathing um, put-down. Okay. Uh, he, tells, he, he tells the boy, I suppose it's easier to hide behind the veil of youth than to face the responsibility for a brother you despise. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. "Wow, that All is right. some <laughs> that is heavy." <laughs> this is uh the cutter, he just doesn't have great lines in cutters uh like the other episodes. Um he does not say va 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 in the part part 2 either, but he does say nutbag once. Um and uh oh, first line. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Is it who goes there? Is it found him? Has anyone seen my cigar? Or looking for a little adventure, are we? Hmm. Um, man. I'm going to... Oh, boy. I'm going to say the first one. Who goes there? No. I'm uh, sorry. The last one? No, it's found him. I'm looking for the guy who found you. Vink's the name. Dr. Vink. Dr. Vink? Precisely. I've been waiting for you. You have? What do you think of my latest endeavor? Of course, patrons are less interested in coiffure than they are in my unique hair tonics. They have such interesting properties. Shall I massage a few drops into your scalp? Uh, no thanks. Found him. Yeah, the boy's walking down the hall looking for Dr. Vink, and he says something to that effect, and he turns around and says, found him. He also delivers his last line in Are You Afraid of the Dark, since this is his last mm. episode, and his last line is, Guess you didn't come away empty-handed. <laughs> no, but I did. We had a deal. I delivered. Now I expect you to. Please, I intend to double your fee. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the real, the real nitty gritty. Now episode? that we're past Cutter's yeah. treasure. <laughs> um, yeah, my number four is this was pretty easy for me. I, I had to go with Phantom Cab for number four. Interesting. Um, Vink's the name, Doctor Vink. Doctor Fink. Vink with a v v v v. Who wants tea? I do. Hot tea on a cold night. Perfect. Uh, Flynn said you could help us find a way to get back to it. Natural science. Huh? That's why I'm here, in case you're wondering. I've dedicated my life to studying flora and fauna. Who? 
There are many strange and wonderful things that occur in nature, but no one takes the time to really look and study. Observe. This guy's a nutbag. It's definitely to me the next weakest of his episodes. I never loved the episode to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him and this idea of him living out in the woods, but uh, but everything else about the episode I felt was a little well. I like how the cab driver looks. Okay. All other things. <laughs> Not great. Flynn. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, interesting, because I went more so... I didn't go based on episode. Even though I do like Cutter's Treasure mm. the least of all the episodes, I... Um, no, I considered his performance in these as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I think that this was... I mean, I think this is great. I think it's better than the Cutter's Treasure ones, um, but I think it's... Just not. It just doesn't do as much for me, I guess, as his presence in some of the other episodes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it's I, more about. I feel like it's more about him being there and kind of like the the uh, setting, like his cabin, than it is yeah. what he's saying. Even. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know my number four might shock you a little bit because it's my favorite episode of Are You Afraid of Dark, but number four is Laughing in the Dark. Uh, where he plays the carny. Yeah. Um, he has one minute and 30 seconds of screen time. <laughs> it's a very short amount of time. And I know he packs a big punch yeah. in that time. Oh, yeah. Um, he, uh, there's, I just think the other three that I have before this, is just meteor and more depth to the part. Um, maybe Laughing in the Dark is more memorable than my number three, but um, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not even, I don't even, actually, you know, I don't even want the tone to be negative because it's, he's incredible in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have the, obviously the best line is, it's the most fun in the park yeah. when you're laughing in the dark, um, which is one of the best lines from yeah. Are You Afraid of the and Dark, period. Especially how he delivers it. Like, yeah. That's the, the last time when he's just yeah. laughing yes. out, in, out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's such a good delivery. Um, and in, and this is his most different appearance. Um, this is the only episode where we see a clean-shaven uh, Aaron Tagger, no beard. Um, we also have a very different outfit, which is red and white pinstripe suit with a red bow tie and a um, uh, like a, kind of an like a barbershop quartet top hat. Yeah. Um, I forget <laughs> those are called, but uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, and so he's got kind of a carny look. Uh, he, uh, of course, doesn't do a va-va-va or nutbag since that's not his mm-hmm. character here. Um, first line, you ready? Mm-hmm. Is it, Zebo's the name. Don't believe in old Zebo, eh? Excuse me, lad. Or you look like you could use a laugh. Those are all good. <laughs> um, I guess I'm going to go with the second one. Uh, don't believe in old... Don't believe in old yeah. Zebo, eh? Uh, it's actually, excuse me, lad. Is that a line from the episode? Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> it actually goes, excuse me, lad. Don't believe in old Zebo, eh? Uh-huh. <laughs> excuse me, lad. Don't believe in old Zebo, eh? Who are you? I run this place, I do. And he's in there, all right. Just wait. Pick the right door and you go free. Pick the wrong door and there he'll be. Um, but I noticed in rewatching these how often he uses the word lad. 
Hmm. It's a it's a part of even Vink. Uh, I don't know if that's an Aaron Tagger thing or they wrote yeah. it for him, but uh, he uses it in hmm. almost every episode. But uh, Laughing in the Dark is my number yeah. four. Very good. I mean, not, <laughs> not correct, but I'll accept <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Um, my number three is Dangerous Soup. Wow. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Dr. Vink is kind of... Dr. Fink? Vink with a verb. He's the boss. He does everything. The menu, the... So what is he? Is he a doctor or is he a cook? To those sage enough to know, I am a chef. A cook feeds the stomach. A chef nourishes the soul. So what am I supposed to be, impressed or something? I love this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that his... Man, everything about him in this episode is great. I mean, I like this idea of him having a job somewhere. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How did he get this chef's job? (laughs) Yeah, Um, it is the only episode where we see him having a career. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Despite having the title doctor. Um, I guess, uh, and I think he's really menacing in this one too. Uh, what's her name? Um, the actress that's in this episode. Um, Nev Campbell. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I think that's great. Um, I, the only reason it wasn't higher for me was because um, I felt like, for me, the episode was more about, like, what I remember about the episode is more, like, what's happening, the, mm. like, the evil thing that's going on, rather than him, him specifically. Okay. Um so, and I, I like his uh, costume and his wardrobe, chef's wardrobe. It's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it is good. Um, but, yeah. All right. So. Okay. Um, my number three was Phantom Cab. Hmm. Um, he appears for six minutes and 37 seconds in Phantom Cab. Um, he gives both the Va line and the Nutbag line in this episode. Get one of each. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Just, like, this little shack in the middle of the woods. Um I think because it's the first episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, um, it really establishes kind of who Vink is as this kind of unpredictable personality. Um, And uh, certainly almost, like, charming, yet clearly psychotic. Yeah. Um, Particularly in Phantom Cab, there's, like, a real psychosis. Um, So I I like the performance a lot. Uh, My favorite line from the episode is, who wants hot tea? I do. <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot of good lines in this episode, but that one really struck me. Um, in this episode, he's wearing his classic blue cardigan, white lab coat, maroon and olive vest, uh, white shirt under that, and maroon pants. Um, he, uh, you know, a big part of this is having hit the kids solve the riddles. Um, he he gives them three unique riddles. Um, that's kind of his big thing. But yeah. also, we we Even see that. Oh, I like like, I eh, liked it. It's okay. <laughs> kind of. I was always kind of disappointed by the riddle itself and the solution. Oh. I was like, eh, okay. Does anything? Yeah. Does any of that have to do with who he's playing off of? These just terrible kid actors. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. I thought he was very, especially when he realizes that maybe they can't do it. His just whole dismissive, just get out. 
Um, and yeah. then, like, when they push him a little further, mm-hmm. then he goes further, which is like, okay, the deal is you get it or I'm going to, like, take a body part yeah. from you. I mean, I like that. Yeah. Just not as much as his other, the way he does the other characters. It's just, um, or, you know, the other, other versions. versions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Um, first line of the episode here uh, is it. You boys have made a very grave mistake. Want to see my severed hand and potions? <laughs> Do you boys happen to like riddles? It appears you're lost. Gotta be it. it appears you're lost. I'm afraid it's you boys have made a very <laughs> grave mistake, which is huh. a killer first line. Uh, to yeah. open the door and immediately tell the people at the door, like, yeah, that's scary you're thing. in for a world of hurt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you boys have made a very grave mistake. I don't suppose either of you are any good at riddles. Uh, I think we have the wrong house. Bye. Boys, boys, you've made a mistake. If you're at my door at this time of night, you've taken a wrong turn and lost your way. Correct? Yeah. Happens all the time. Come in, come in. Get warm. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> it never struck me before, but you know, it's good. It's good. Uh, I, did you go back and watch any of these? Um, just cutters because okay. I was the least kind of familiar with it. Okay. All right. Um, all right. What, uh, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is left. Sorry, my lad. I didn't mean to scare you. Gonna give it a go, huh? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not indeed. It's the most fun in the park when you're laughing in the dark. I really like... I know it's he's not Vink, but I almost like that about it because um, I don't... You know, I like the repeating lines, but sometimes I feel like, all right, you know, I get it. Um, But this, just him being a different character in this one, and especially like this early episode, I remember seeing this as it came out and was just like freaked out by him and the episode as a whole. Um, But I think he's like maybe the creepiest that he is to me in Mm. the series. Like. His, uh, I think he might even look weirder with clean shaven or yeah. like scarier. I mean, yeah. um, and, uh, just the idea of him as this carny, like I, you know, you've gone to carnivals and the idea of a carny being this weird and like in your face about this, uh, just kind of <laughs> taunting. Me out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I think the performance is so good. I just like, I realize he just isn't in it that much yeah. i mean he's in it for a minute yeah but uh, what a minute <laughs> what a minute i mean he's right. the most memorable part about it right? yeah, yeah he's he's great he's great um okay uh yeah i again all these episodes minus the cutter ones I, it yeah. doesn't matter the order to me really but um he's great in that um okay my number two is midnight madness 
Um, he appears in this episode for six minutes and 20 seconds. Mm. Uh, nice meaty. Roll. <laughs> 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 Yeah, for him it's it's pretty big. Uh, the he gives we get two va va vas, um, one by him and one by the uh, one of the characters in the episode. Uh, we get one nut bag. Um, so again, he gives us one of each. Um, and in this episode, my favorite line is, "I don't want any of your popcorn money." Yeah, that is good. <laughs> or, I don't want your popcorn yeah. money. Um, popcorn money. I just love his entrance in this episode. Yeah, the fact that he jiggles the door yeah. open and uh just walks in pretty much like this is gonna be my theater yeah just a great presence again from the start um in this episode he's wearing a instead of his blue cardigan he's got his big brown overcoat uh he's got a tan hat maroon olive vest as always white button down shirt and then in this one he's got a maroon ascot tie uh, a little fancier i think for the occasion <laughs> um and uh yeah, he's he's a perfect balance in this episode of I think menacing and charming. Yeah. Um, first line. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> Who runs this theater? Pardon me, lad. Did you post this flyer? Or Vink's the name, Doctor Vink. Man. Pardon me, lad. I'm afraid not. What is Vink's the name, Doctor Vink? <laughs> are you? Vink's the name. Dr. Vink. Dr. Vink? Vink. With a ver, ver, ver. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. We're not open yet. That smell. It's wonderful. No modern theater has that smell. It's stale popcorn. Look, what, what do you want? It's not what I want, lad. It's what you want. Is this your handiwork? Yeah. Then I've come to the right place. Guys, a nutbag. I'm calling the police. No. His, okay. o- his only episode where uh, his first line is hmm. his introduction. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a, a, we've talked about it, but it's a great episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's my number one, Midnight mm-hmm. Madness. Um, to me, this is his ultimate performance. Uh it's both uh, everything about it. Like for for one, um, the like supernatural element it plays a part in this one. Like mm-hmm. with the door handle and with the way the film works, it's like he's got. It kind of shows off his weird other whatever's going on with him that he's able to do these things. Um, and I like he is both like menacing in this episode, but also like very. Um, I don't know what the word for it is exactly. Not suave exactly, but almost that. Yeah. You know, like, um, like he's really in control in this one. Yeah, it seems like. Um, and I always loved. I think that this character, this um, version of him, was always uh, the most like uh, magical to me. Kind of like, where did this guy come from? Um, it got me thinking the most about who he was, um, and the uh this is just like the version of him that i think of most i think when i think dr vink this is the one that comes to my mind before the rest interesting good show lad i couldn't have written it better myself (laughs) 
As for you, Christoph. Uh, look, Dr. Vink, uh, I've been thinking. A deal's a deal. Forget what I said before. You can have your one night a week. That won't be necessary. You see, I've just purchased this theater. You what? Oh, yes. Now I can show my films every night. And believe me, I've got many, many more that are far better than this one. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it. I guess I didn't necessarily frame it as like the first thing that pops into hmm. my head. I do think maybe it's Phantom Cab for me hmm. uh, of him in the woods. See, I didn't see that episode until much later, I think. Like, mm-hmm. somehow I missed that when it first came out, mm-hmm. so I don't uh, kind of, like, I don't have as strong feelings about it as some mm-hmm. of the other ones that I saw first. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay. Well, that only leaves me with uh, Dangerous Soup, which I was not anticipating. I did go back and watch all of these to kind of figure out all this stuff. Uh, and Dangerous Soup really, it's an episode you and I have always really enjoyed, but I didn't realize kind of how pivotal his performance was to the overall episode, Um, and so it almost seems like there is zero episode without uh, him in this, and his, um, there's like an an emotional depth to his character. There's a particular sequence in Dangerous Soup where um, he's like trying to stir up, of course, the jerk kid who's, you know, not afraid of Dr. Vink in the episode, the kid they hire. Yeah. When he puts him in the chamber, whatever you want to call it, um, the way Aaron Tagger plays um, the recalling of his childhood and his uncle and the coffin, um, it's like, of all the episodes, I think it's the one where we see him acting the most. Mm. And he's just a really good actor. Observe, my dear. This should be interesting. Sorry, Vink. You're not going to get to me that easily. That's what I'm counting on. The stronger the subject, the more powerful the elixir. What have we here? What lies deep inside? I'm seeing a scared little boy. An orphan. I'm not buying this. Raised by an uncle. He was a cruel man who treated you very harshly. What happened to him, lad? Yes. Remember now, don't you? Um, and so I want uh, to me, Dangerous Soup was just showed off his talents the most. Even though I kind of do agree with you that Midnight Madness is like his most vinky episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a thing but uh his most vinkish episode um but uh yeah so uh oh boy there's two lines here of course the the line probably he's most known for in this episode is i it knows what oh, yeah. scares you um but my personal favorite line is a cook feeds the stomach a chef nourishes the soul yeah that's great <laughs> um He's, uh, yeah, so he's a chef in this episode, so he's wearing his classic white chef hat and coat, and he's got this weird metal medallion yeah. uh, around his neck with a red and orange rope. But did you ever kind of... I think it's like a, um, um, what do you call it? Like when you win an award, mm. um, 
like the prize for that, but okay. I, I don't know what, what you call it. A, a ribbon of you know. something for cooking. Yeah, chef, yeah. being a chef. Yeah. Like right. I think it had a little cup on the end of it. Okay. If right. I'm not. Yeah, that, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Um, we have no va-va-vas in this episode. It's very mm. interesting because um, it's his most screen time by far. It's um, He gets 10 minutes and 58 seconds mm. in this episode. Um, but we do get one nut bag uh, in this episode. A lot of it knows what scares you. Uh, yeah. That's uh, a common phrase in this one. Um, and uh, first line uh, is it, it knows what scares you. Sit down, please. Look into its eyes. Or, man, the soup is going to be freaking awesome. <laughs> um, I'm going to say sit down, please. Correct. Finally. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, yeah he, uh, he, the first thing we see is kind of the gargoyle, yeah. and we hear his voice off screen to tell the person to sit down. That is the freaky, freakiest part about that episode is the idea of like being locked in this room by yeah. this guy. Like, yeah. what is? Yeah, and the way they shoot it, where his eyes are just peering <laughs> yeah. through, staring at them, is really uh, affecting. Yeah. Um, it might be over the line now. I don't know. Yeah, like this adult locking you in. This... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they seem like. Yeah, it's over the line. <laughs> um, in this episode, I noted, and in several of them, um, they generally give him kind of, literally, the last laugh. So yeah. in Laughing in the Dark, it's him just crazily laughing. <laughs> um, in Midnight Madness, it's him pretty much having the last yeah. laugh and getting ownership of the theater. <laughs> and then in this episode, when they think, you know, they've stopped it uh the last shot actually reveals he's just right back at it yeah. he's just laughing <laughs> um and so i like that kind of connection for vink that really in his episodes uh he kind of gets what he wants yeah yeah that's, outside of uh, phantom cab i guess yeah that's something scary about it though yeah. like you he's always there like right. he's always winning kind of um i love uh and i think maybe what makes his character so strong is that in each episode he has these different roles that he's doing so like you imagine him out there kind of like doing all these different weird things that are all about just like tormenting people kind of (laughs) yeah yeah he's a he's a real agent of mischief yeah um like he he his thrill is (laughs) Uh, stirring things up. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. In Midnight Madness, we see that very clearly. Um, it's the one where he has really the most plan. He has a plan. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, even if other people don't know it, it's going yeah. to play out. Um, yeah. It's just interesting thinking of him out there owning this theater, showing his movies, and being a chef at this weird restaurant. <laughs> it's like... Probably right next door. It seems like New York yeah, City. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, he retires to his cabin in the woods. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it all makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a universe. Um, it's but, really great. Yeah. I, it makes me kind of hope. Oh, yeah. Well, it's too bad that, like, they couldn't use him for yeah. the new stuff. You know? Yeah. I think I, I, they probably are going in a different direction. Probably. Um, I'm not sure little kids would find any satisfaction in yeah, yeah. think, But, um we certainly did. Uh, loved his oh, performances. Yeah. Uh, he'll be missed, and I'm sure we'll talk. You know, as we talk about more, are you afraid of darks? We haven't talked about um, any of these episodes in length, except for laughing in the dark. Yeah. Uh, so we will, I'm sure, talk about yeah, more definitely. at some point. Um, and uh, if you guys have any thoughts on Aaron Tagger, you want to share with us, you know, 
feel free to email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com and be happy to read your thoughts and how uh, Dr. Vinked rattled your childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, what are we doing next time? Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking Rocco's Modern Life Cabin Fever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It'll be a pretty good one to revisit. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, we're approaching kind of the end of winter, but it's not quite there. It's getting to that point where I'm just, I've had enough and I'm (laughs) waiting for it to end. Yeah, this is our our breaking point episode, Yeah. yeah. Um, so cool. Yeah, we'll talk Rocco's Cabin Fever. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on Podbean and iTunes. You can leave us a review. Uh, that's really helpful. Or you could tell a friend, just as helpful. Um, and, you know, thanks again to DJ McHale for taking a yeah. moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, well, uh, we'll see you next episode. fan of yours. Did you do Are You Afraid of the Dark? I said, yeah. Dr. Vink? I said, yes. With the vuh, vuh, vuh. He says, yeah. And he went like this. Oh. He grabbed his heart. I couldn't believe it. You know. And then as I was going down the aisle to the washroom, another guy was getting off at the next stop. And he said, I know you. Dr. Vink. So all these guys are around the same age, you know, like your age, you know, and they all remembered. So I have a bit of a fan club. In the States, too, I get a call every once in a while from somebody. This guy called me up some time ago and he said, um, look, um, I want to ask you a favor. My brother's birthday tomorrow. I said, yeah. If I gave you his cell phone number, could you do your laugh for him? I said, what? He said, yeah, I would really appreciate it. I said, okay, this one time, the next time it's going to cost you.